Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. There were tears. There were prayers. There were terrifying stares, because Hannah doesn't know about behind-the-scenes affairs. Our after show starts now, so buckle up those chairs. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Master and After Just Show. Just got rhymes. I've got rhymes. I thought I'd try something new. I'm not sure it played in the room. <laughs> oh yeah, it, it did. Great. That was great. Yes, it did. Uh, you know, I, I did. I was. It was on honor of Jed. <laughs> Jed does songwriting, so I thought I would do some of my own songwriting. Right? Yeah. yeah. You should go back later. Because you know how we're a little bit ahead, and I just saw Christine's reaction to you doing that. You should go back and watch it. That's <laughs> <laughs> great. I don't know if I want to, but guys, this is The Bachelor After Show here on After Buzz TV. If this is your first time tuning in, this is your weekly recap of The Bachelorette as soon as the show finishes. Mm-hmm. We're your first coverage on it, and humbly, I would say we're also your best coverage on it. So we thank you so much for tuning in, guys. My name is Jeff Graham, but of course, I'm not alone. I am joined by Christine Alexis. Hey, guys. <laughs> and Mike Feeling. What up, everybody? And Renee Ariel. Hey, guys. And guys, of course, this is not only our coverage of the episode, but we also have some news and gossip coming up. The tea is hot tonight, as always. It's been a very, for at least when the season has been lacking a bit in content, the uh, behind-the-scenes gossip around this show, this season especially, has been hot. quite good. Scolding. Um, and Truth. we have our Tweeting for the Right Reason segment, when we will read you our favorite tweets from Bachelor Nation tonight. So, with that being said, Mike, what was your overall thoughts on tonight's episode? Honestly, a little bit boring until kind of the end. It's a kind of similar thing, like I said, we've got going on at Married at First Sight right now. The hometowns, everybody's kind of on their best behavior. Everybody seems to be having a good time. The only thing that was really exciting for me was Jed's, to be honest, because his family is gangster. Oh, the family. (laughs) (laughs) No joke. Renee, what did you think of the episode? Yeah, I I have to go off of what Mike said. I thought that most of the episode was pretty boring. However... I did enjoy Jed's family oh so much. And the last scene, I mean, of course. Of course. When we think maybe, just maybe, this is when it will happen. She's like, two roses. How about two? Gosh. And they're all like, what? <laughs> two? Jed, of all people, was especially sour. <laughs> to be a toss-up. Two? Between <laughs> him and Luke. The I mean. scumbag Luke. Oh, the army. Uh, the both army. of them. What do you think, Christine, of the episode? Uh, I have to agree with the panel. Kind of a snooze fest. Yeah. Um, it's, you're just kind of waiting to see if anybody's family drops the other shoe and, like, spills something that we want to know about the, contest- the contestants, but they never do. It's always just praising them, and they're amazing, and right. unless you're the Wyatts, which, you know, <laughs> we'll get to. Yeah, but, I kind of think with hometowns in general, it's sort of just like, it's... What comes down to hometown is not really about the contestants or the main suitor. It's really about the family. Who are the characters we're going to be meeting this episode? Unfortunately, we didn't get anyone particularly interesting this week. Mm. Uh, I mean, like, Peter's family, they were one of the most adorable families I've ever met. Do you guys do loud German uh, chanting before you eat? 
every day. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Renee, you're Persian. Does your family do anything like culturally interesting before you guys uh, dig in? No. We <laughs> line up. We usually have big feasts, and then we line up, and we just get food. And then my aunt always saves me extra tadik. There you go. That's our little tradition. That's Very fun. similar. Well, Peter's family, I mean, they were just adorable. But let's talk about Peter's family first, then we can talk a bit about the date. Uh I didn't actually pick this tweet for tonight, but one of my favorite things I saw on Bachelor Nation Twitter tonight was uh, a family of four, like, earnest golden retrievers. And it said, hey, look, a photo of Peter's family. Aww, <laughs> they all accurate. just kind of uh, smiled and said, I love each other, and cried with happy tears, didn't they? So cried a lot. Cute. Yeah. yeah, It makes sense. His family makes sense. They make so much sense. It explains Peter quite a bit. Absolutely. Do you feel like we actually gathered anything insightful about this family, though? That I they would be great in-laws for me. That's <laughs> um, Yes, and this is also a fun sneak behind the curtain, guys. My headphones are a bit loud, Christine. Would you mind turning me down? Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this, but ultimately I don't feel like there was necessarily anything um, that I really gathered that was new from Peter's family based on what I saw. Nope. Um, though they did the day before was quite interesting. Renee, you would not be a fan of flying in a plane, though. Oh, oh yeah. that was the one thing. I'm like, will it work out? Because I am very scared of flying, and the when they were pulling up, after he called his car his baby, which also turned me off, but after they were pulling up to the <laughs> little, tiny death trap plane, I was like, uh, this is where I'd be like, you know what? I only have three roses to give, and you're not going to get one. <laughs> I mean, we all really thought after his date, especially after seeing the rest of the other dates, that tonight was not going good for Peter, right? Yeah, yeah. it seemed like the main theme behind their date was this push and pull of whether he can fully say, I love you or not, and he didn't say it at the end of the date. Um, we just got a, what was it, I'm falling freaking hard? He's falling really freaking hard. Falling really, freaking hard. Really freaking hard. Um, but also to your point, Jeff, I know you said this, the hometowns, we, we're really meeting the family, the characters that the lead will potentially join into but we also get to see just how Hannah operates in that environment and I think she meshed really well with Peter's family not so much with others but definitely with I feel like the vibe is there but I mean he got a rose at the end of the night so yeah I this I mean they were just sweet how could you not like Peter's family right it just wasn't, they were yeah. the cutest things yeah. like I and that's why it was so boring to watch because there was right. no drama it was just like oh my god so sweet, and then it went on for 20 minutes, and we're like, okay, we uh, they're still so sweet. <laughs> they still cry with happiness for each other's success. Uh, Before we move on, just a lot of chatter in the chat about your t-shirt, oh, and yeah. including other Renee, not this Renee, um, Jeff looks kind of fine tonight. Oh, thanks, guys. So, nice. I mean, maybe ditch the suit. I, yeah, I should rock the t-shirt. Look, I was hey. actually in a wedding this weekend in Cleveland, and this was our groomsman gift. That nice. Was. Oh, that's nice. cute. And I will shout out the company. It's Homage T-shirts, uh, based in Ohio. They do kind of like like classy, upscale sports I was gonna paraphernalia. Say, why don't you shout out a congrats to your friend who got married? And my buddy, Evan Trapp. There you go. Happy wedding. Congrats, I know you guys are Evan. all so uh, interested in my personal life, but... Yes. Um, Feeling the ends of the panel tonight, Renee Ariel for Miss Universe. Oh, man. Yes. Thank you. This and rocking the Ariana Grande uh, ponytail, someone said before. This is my real hair tonight, you guys. I, I have to say, disclaimer, I do wear fake hair sometimes. This, same. All real. Yeah. All same. here. <laughs> right, 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 right. Oh, so thank you. So uh, thank you very much. I love it. Well, this was an interesting thing that I didn't know about, Renee. You're not into dudes who are into cars. Okay, there's a difference. I am into 
like nice cars. They're fun. I, I went right. on a date with this one guy who had a really. F- I, I couldn't tell you what it was, but it was like black and like smallish, and I think it had a loud engine or whatever. I don't know. Cool car. Um, however, if we had walked up to that car and he said, this is my baby, I'd be like, ooh. <laughs> it just, I don't know, it bothers me. Uh, not nearly as much as the plane bothered me. He can fly his plane, like, go wherever you want, but I'm probably going to drive. Like, so fun. So, what method of transportation would you like to take with Peter if on your next I date? If I fly with him, I will on Xanax. If I prepared and I had my Xanax, perhaps. But I guarantee you, I try to sleep instead of enjoy the ride. Uh, How would you guys feel if you were on a date and you found a condom in the center compartment? I feel, you know, we were kind of going back and forth about this off screen, me and Mike. I just, maybe, I, I need a guy's perspective. I didn't find it that weird that there was a condom in his car. Was it probably placed there by a producer? Most likely, but... I don't see anything wrong with it. Maybe I don't think like so. Safe, safe sex? What? Who cares? Because he he talked about being embarrassed by it. Like it was cute. He was like, "Don't show it on camera." Like I don't think producer placed it there because of how he acted. I could be wrong though. First of all, I just put my glasses back on for Rachel in the chat because she says they look good on me. So <laughs> yes, thank you. I look. He didn't when he went off to film the Bachelorette. He didn't leave his car where it is. Right? Production put it there. 99% sure production went through that car and saw everything that was there to make sure it was clean and blah, 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 whatever. So either they placed it there or they saw it there and they thought it was really funny and they made it very prominent. And somebody was nudging her to look through it. It's not a natural reaction to get into somebody's car and you and start round, you know, scrounging around through it. I'd be like, what the hell are you doing? That's a little invasive. <laughs> it really, really is. I feel like so, it's Hannah. I could see Hannah doing that, though. I could see Hannah doing that, too. And let me tell you, if I were picking my husband on The Bachelor and I had the opportunity to be in his car, I would go through every bit of it. Because, you know, make sure he's not a psycho. Luke probably has all kinds of things in his car. I wish we went through Luke's car, Jed's car. I want the pictures of Haley to come out. Jeez, we went through the best guy's car. Like, Peter, he had one condom. He didn't have a whole roll of of condoms. (laughs) But wait, wait, oh, here we go. Let's get real. Does that make it worse? Because that means the whole rest of the roll was used. No, it doesn't. It means he was like, oh, I could bring... I could doesn't bring. it? No, because he'd be like, you know what? If I go to Bangtown with someone, I'll, wow. be, I'll practice safe sex. And he just kept bang, it in. Just, just <laughs> once. But just once. Suburb Listen, of Bangkok. It's just I don't know. have a condom, too. But he's just prepared. I think there's nothing wrong with being prepared. I actually agree with Renee. I thought his like reaction seemed kind of earnest and, like, you know... It was yeah, cute. I mean, I just think at the end of the day, it didn't hurt him to to see the condom there. If anything, I think it gives him a little cred. You know, you get girls. Okay. It's a very strange... Condoms in our society are a very strange thing. Every Not everybody. Lots of people are embarrassed to buy them, yeah. right? But if yeah. you're getting them, it means you're having sex, which everybody wants to do. Mm-hmm. So the right way to buy condoms oh, is... Oh, except Luke. <laughs> except Luke. The right way to buy condoms is at, you know, a CVS or someplace that has self-checkout and you can just do it discreetly. Or if you have to go through a checkout, you slam them on the counter like, yup, that's it. Oh Either or. Do you slam them you gotta on the counter? You got to be proud about it. You got to be proud about it. Boom. He's a married man, guys. That's right. <laughs> um, I will say... Um, I, it shows how little happened in this episode that we spent the last four minutes talking about this, but it's probably time for us <laughs> to move on to the next date. We went to Tyler's hometown of Jupiter, Florida. 
Uh, Tyler still has all the lines. We got to see his little slice of paradise. Uh, you know what he also told? Hannah, you're like a lighthouse, girl. You're like my lighthouse. You bring me home. <laughs> Tyler seems to like Hannah. Still has a lot of lines. Yeah. Arguably, they had a great date, though. Like, the sailing, being on the beach, they had drinks after. Like, that's actually low-key the date that I would want. Were there condoms yeah. in his boat? Um, Why didn't we, she go through the boat? Yeah, we didn't see. And the sexual chemistry was actually insane. Even yes. in the beginning, when he's Always. like, where, where do you want me to rub it on you? She's like, eh, I don't know, anywhere. Like, she was so yeah, fine she's with into it. it so hard, yeah. Like, they, it, like, I feel the tension. You can cut it with a knife. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they're both attractive, for sure. <laughs> There's Jupiter, Florida. Thanks to producer Ryan. uh, You know what's funny? Boys go to Jupiter to get more stupid. Uh That's literally what everyone was tweeting. What is that from? Tyler's definitive uh, proof that boys don't go to Jupiter to get more stupider. Although, you might refute that. (laughs) I don't, again, I don't like dislike Tyler. I just, you know, he just got a lot of lines. It's like a like a nursery rhyme, no? From when we were younger, right? Yeah. yeah. No, girls go to college to get more knowledge. To get what? Girls go to college to get more knowledge. Boys go to Jupiter to get more stupider. How do, why, why were we taught this? I don't know. What a weird thing. But you know what? Girls go to college. I actually <laughs> didn't go to college. <laughs> but so Bachelorette happened tonight. Um, just looking, sorry. What? You guys know if you're watching live or you're listening to the podcast, we have the live so feeds confused. up of our video, and right now there are all four of us on screen in a map of Jupiter, Florida. So that was tonight's episode of the Big Bachelorette. Up Ju- Big up, Jupiter, Florida got a lot of love tonight, and that's fantastic. Good for Jupiter. He had a great date, obviously. Yes. Everything was cool with his family, and again, you know, he attacked her when she was trying to leave and she was about it. They had a full-on make-out mounted session in the limo. So everything's riding good for Tyler. Tyler's family seemed nice. It was moving to see him talk to his pops, as he calls him. And it was, you know, he's recovered from the surgery. And we did learn a lot about where Tyler gets uh, his speech patterns because his dad had a lot of, uh, I have it written down somewhere. Broed out. Yeah, his dad kind of broed out too. We had a lot of, uh, <laughs> you know, family's the most important thing to me too, buddy. And to watch you, buddy, getting it, man. That's how we are. That's how we are. It was such an interesting <laughs> speech patterns in this family, but again, Tyler's family seems nice. He seems nice. He likes Hannah a lot. What else is there to say? He has a dope house. Dope house. Just like Rose says, uh, she lives near Jupiter and it's very beautiful and where the rich people live. Ooh, I mean, okay. did you see when they were pulling up? The door was like twice their yeah, size. Yeah, it's a definitely like, mansion. Whoa. It's awesome. Yeah. No, they had a great day. It is weird. The one constant characteristic we've seen about Tyler is that he has trouble opening up. And his family was also talking about how Tyler has trouble opening up. I wish they would get into why. We haven't really talked about troubling ex-girlfriends or is it football culture? He feels like there's too much of an alpha, aggro, kind of A a, a mentality, type A personality where you can't open up. It's too sensitive in front of other guys. Haven't they That's all definitely addressed thing. that, though? Because literally, she was just talking about in the beginning of the episode that Peter admitted to having trouble opening up. Luke can't talk about his feelings. The douchey parrot. Jed clearly can't open up because we know what he's not opening up about. So they all can't open up. Really hmm. solid group. Maybe they're just not that deep. Like, yeah. that could just really be it. I mean, no... No shade, but shade, I guess, to Tyler. He's someone who I could see that just being the resolve. Like, he's just a simple guy who likes simple things, who's happy and just wants to keep the peace. I feel like that's his general thing. Like, I think 
people in general have a hard time opening up. Yeah. I yeah. think probably with social media and stuff, it's probably gotten worse. Because you get to online show exactly what you want. It can be very calculated, but then when you're one-on-one with somebody in real life, it's hard to let emotions go and things like that. Especially, you got cameras surrounding you, there's lights, there's producers telling you to do this, it's somewhat staged, and all of a sudden, like, are you actually falling in love with this girl? Like, it's a lot of stuff to But the premise of the show about. is that, that all those elements together will yeah. put you in the best possible position to let all your guards down and just open up mm. to that person. I don't think that's don't true. you have though. social media and you're kind of Secluded from everything. But I think being under a microscope, forget about the nation watching you, all the immediate production crew and people and everybody watching you, I think that really dissuades it. And especially, you know, we say over and over and over again on, on lots of the shows we cover here on AfterBuzz, the people signed up for it. They knew they, what it was going in. But I think a lot of people aren't ready to have that kind of attention and yeah. have a camera on their face for 10, 12 hours a day, they don't really realize what it's going to be like, and I think it causes a lot of people to retreat. I feel like this goes back to a debate that we had last week. What was it? About uh, signing up for something that you're not prepared for, and then you were saying the, the argument of like, yeah, but you should have known. Well, it turns out, just like to say, the uh, moment is, I was right. This is off the record debate. <laughs> um, <laughs> what I will say, though, is so Renee brings... For it. Renee, <laughs> Renee brings up a good point, and that's the fact that he did talk about his parents' divorce. So maybe that is mm-hmm. the block. Like, he watched his dad and his mom open up, but it led to the demise of their marriage. So maybe that's the psychology of why Luke kind of keeps things quiet but has a lot of lines. Tyler. Uh, Tyler, sorry. I meant Tyler. That's who we're talking about. <laughs> I will insult. say, Love by You mentioned that he seems like a young Matthew McConaughey. That is totally fair. Yes! I totally see that. <gasps> totally see yes, that. I didn't even think about that. I could see Tyler him. saying, all right, all right, all right, yep. and it would be so natural to hear him say that. Anything else with Tyler? No. No. Let's talk about Luke. Great. Um, we got an insight. <laughs> very church-oriented. I will say, again, this is super interesting for me because, as I mentioned, I grew up in a very traditional Protestant <laughs> household, kind of evangelical. Mm-hmm. And so this this is a community I recognize, and we don't always necessarily right. see on television. So, Did you feel like it was authentic, what you said? Yeah, I think so. I, I feel like I've, I know these people. I've met some of these people. Um and I can't say whether or not what the people were saying is authentic, but this kind of fellowship is the word that we'd be using in a community like this. Mm-hmm. It was interesting. I don't know. Did this change any of your guys' minds on uh, Luke seeing him in this uh, sort of evangelical fellowship community at his church? No. No, absolutely no. not. I, I just, whether it was genuine or not, it just felt like damage control because we've mm. just seen this one side of Luke this entire time and he was just driving home the one connection they did have, which is their faith. He's like, I'm just going to take this and run with it while I'm here because that's the one thing that's been working for me. Yeah. It seemed weird. It almost, it felt to me like he was out of place in this little prayer, sort of the Bible study, as he put it. I'm not saying that it's fake right. at all, but it, he seemed out of place. Like, he didn't seem like one of them and it felt super staged. Like, mm. tell us, oh, he's just my best friend ever. He's such an amazing guy. And it was like, eh, it felt weird. Yeah. And the thing is, uh, if he is a sociopath, sociopaths actually do come across very charismatic and they're right. a funny guy and they're the one that that usually you have no idea because they're really nice. In a crowd, I think it's when you get to know them that you kind of find the more manipulative behavior. So I do think that that's also an option. However, at the same time, I could see them being like, reading from something like, yes, he is great. Right, Luke, was that 
<laughs> he's great, and I really like him, and he never argues with anyone. And he that one yeah. firm, like, pat on the back, like, you Yo, better say it right. right? <laughs> I called that out right away. I was like, man, you might as well slid him the hundred under the table with that pat, because it was it just seems strange. so obvious. I don't know. It's one thing if they were like, yeah, before Luke left for the show, he was actually, like, our youth group leader, and he led this every week, you know, our discussion. It, it did feel very jarring for a second that, like, I mean, he's been gone for a while, but... Yeah. He, I don't know. It was a weird one. This is interesting. Diva Matthew is asking me specifically, are you annoyed about how Luke was portraying Christians? This has been in a bunch of the chat, too, by the way. People have been having discussions. Yeah, I don't know. I don't necessarily always ask people to be representative of a whole entire group of people, right? No. Yes. I mean... Right. Yes, right. I'm agreeing. Of course, no, I totally they are get not. that. That's yeah, right. They're not. I mean, I'm, I'm sure especially you can relate to this as yes. a, a franchise that has so few women of color. It's very frustrating when they graft this whole thing where it's Rachel has to represent every single black female in America. Right. I don't think Luke should have to represent every single Protestant Christian in America. I honestly just thought it's been kind of interesting to see the way a mainstream television show has chosen what they've chosen to air in terms of what Luke's philosophy is. I don't know. I, I don't necessarily have have an opinion on it, and I wish I did, because that would be more interesting for you guys, but I I have thought throughout this whole season, no matter how I feel about Luke, even though I'm tired of him, there's been times, to me, he's been the most interesting part of the season. 100% he's been the most interesting yeah. part of the season. I mean, yeah. it's a lot of real milk toast to rest of the guys that are kind of boring. So right. he is something interesting to watch. I am of the mind that nobody represents the whole of any group they belong to. I don't right. represent after, but you know what I mean? So, right. no. He just re- represents himself. I did think it was weird at the Bible study meeting that he decided to once again bring up how many girls he's gotten with and like how much of a player he was in high school and college. It seemed like a strange little speech to give in front of all the church people yet <laughs> yeah, again. So because weird. we know that already. That's right? Luke saying anything most of the time. You're yeah. like, why here and now? And why are you saying that? That's but it think. just came across it came across <laughs> as serious. like Sorry guys, airplane mode. Keep going. <laughs> just like um him being like, Yeah, I've been there, done that, I was a slut already, and you know what, I found Jesus so it's good, but like none of y'all can ever exploit your sexuality again because it's wrong. That's basically what he's going to throw at Hannah later. Like, yeah, I can't wait for that episode. That will be easily the most interesting episode. I mean, directly following this, yes. I've <laughs> just been waiting for so long for that episode. I literally can't wait anymore. Do if it's not it- next week, if it's like final two, I, I can't ABC. Do we think it is? literally what it looks like or are we going to get some kind of switcheroo like is it actually Jed doing this to her or something like that it's no, no it's definitely Luke but like will she somehow still give him a rose couldn't tell you <laughs> that is fair get right. out take right. this rose before you did right. <laughs> get um, out and I will meet you back at the mansion <laughs> well this is true so Scott Marks brings up the fact that giving your testimony is a big part of evangelical Christianity and that is true that's kind of like uh, part of the story you're talking about your journey of you know being reborn as a Christian so there's who you were before. And oh, yeah. But yeah. for sure, this group has heard that already. That's this is not I like the first too. week Luke has been in this. Everybody's saying what a great friend he is. Like, he's told his story I before. actually agree with you, Mike. It's the kind of thing you would open up with weeks before.
four if you're in this Bible study. And the one observation that you made that I think is kind of funny is when Luke tells his testimony, he loves to include that detail that he had a lot of sex in college. Oh, yeah. Every oh time. Make no mistake, I am choosing not to hook up right. with every girl that's it right now. <laughs> I could. Exactly. I'll go right and back to it. He goes, you know, and when I was in college, I had a lot of sex. And guys, I mean, I mean a, a lot. lot. Yeah, and I don't do it now, like, but in college, man, so I was throwing it at He's me. Just, like, so one note. Are you going to just keep giving us that same line over and over? Did you over? see, too? I thought it was interesting when he, when we were at his house, he was looking at his mom and the other relatives with the same, like, confused, I don't know what <laughs> face he looks at Anna with. It was exactly the same. And somebody, I, we, we kind of... Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we, like how you look at me. <laughs> we kind of glossed over it, but someone said earlier in the chat, it was interesting. It seemed like he almost idolized his brother a little bit, and his brother's wife is named Hannah. So, like a little... Let's talk about Luke's family quickly. Yeah. Anything notable here, Christine? Um, I was just going to say that it seemed, to your point, like his brother and his wife, Hannah, they seem to have it together, and they seem to also have a really good pulse on who Luke really is. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just so funny that they were basically saying in but so many words that, like, yeah, you're going to get this guy who's going to just F up constantly. He's going to apologize. It's going to feel really good because <laughs> that's the real Luke, and that's the guy. But, like, hey, this is what you're in for. Like, that's what it came across to me. Like, they're very well aware that... this is just a pattern of behavior like this is who he is and I think if for Hannah at the end of it to still say she's confused about who he is I'm like girl girl why did that dude have a cast on too I know you gotta take that sling off for the show it is a little just prop him on a sofa and just leave it there it wasn't as bad as that contestant who went home Kevin who had that freaking like revolutionary war (laughs) sling going on yeah we really taped him up in cotton that was just like a lot of good uh, slapstick jobs, sling work this week, uh, <laughs> this season. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I did kind of feel bad because I feel like Luke is like this enormous, like almost prototype for like the ideal like German whatever, like just like this strapping blonde dude. And then his brother is like kind of this skinny guy with a sling, like yeah, like that you? movie Twins. Yeah, come and on. I, I did have to laugh. <laughs> Renee and I were watching, it and I was like, "You think him and his brother played rugby before this?" Swear <laughs> <laughs> him. Don't tell them my body slammed you. <laughs> Don't mention that. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know if there's anything else to say about... I don't know if we learned there's anything not, about Luke P. No. So we have it's to get to, get to the far one. the most interesting hometown. And I'm going to let Renee start with this one. Let's talk about Jed. And let's... We'll go to Jed's little date. They wrote a song together, whatever. <laughs> much more interesting and much more important was that we met Jed's family. What was happening here? Okay, so my theory is that Jed's family has met Haley. They, then uh, Hannah came home with him and they're like, what the F? <laughs> Who is it? The mom was like, mm-hmm. Where's Haley, Jed? I You're know. bringing this girl home? Isn't honesty the best policy? Her cheers? Yeah. The way she talked to Hannah? We were all dying. I know. Bad. She, she has a photo of Haley in her wallet. I guarantee you she's <laughs> like, that's the, my real daughter-in-law. Like, if he does, uh, Hannah does end up with him, Haley's still going to be invited to Christmas. <laughs> oh. But not even the mom. The whole family. The His sister. sister was real shady to all of them. So much shade. It was great. That, that camera shot of the them final all shot. on the couch. And the dog. Like, the dog was on that side, dude, looking disrespectfully. Oh, my God. It was so hard to watch. It was great. But to be real, Jed's mom dropped the real (laughs) gems because she was the one letting Hannah know that, hey, like, you're going to be second to his music. His music is barely second to him trying to find work. Like, this guy actually doesn't sound like 
husband material, the more no. we dice it apart here. This was all so weird to me. It was so something really strange. The mom had it reminded me of like um like get out. You know? Oh, wow. The tea. Stir, the, stir the tea. Yeah, like, I, it was, like, very Catherine Keener right before the sunken place scene, the way yeah. the mom was talking to her. Yep. And, like, I don't know. There was she just something. Win. Yeah. The mom was like, I bet you tell that to the rest of them, too. And she's like, no, yeah. I really, I've only told Jed. I, in fact, I told Jed I was going to pick him. Oh, nice. Yeah, she was like, oh, cool. yeah. She was literally stirring tea. The tea was literally yeah. hot. That yeah. was the thing I was most surprised by. That was why I thought Renee's observation was pretty sharp, was because it evolved for me being like, I think the family knows that Luke is, or sorry, I cannot do names Jed. tonight. Thank you. The family knows that Jed is two-timing here, so that's why the vibe is weird. It has but not to be. only does the family know that, but I think they might really like Haley. Yeah. And like that's Definitely. why they were obviously anti-Hannah because not only was there a second relationship, they were anti-Hannah because I think they really like Haley. And Haley's a musician, so I'm sure they have this perfect vision of two musicians going for it together. Mm. And they know that an Instagram influencer media personality doesn't always yeah. vibe with a music career. You know, Jed can't move to even though they kind of do go together, but they had they had created a story where Haley and Jed were two musicians who were going to ride totally. off into the sunset together. You know what's the most wild is the family's advice is opposite of what any family would typically give for advice. Where they're like, Jed can't work a full time job because he needs to work part time and pursue his music career. When like we found out through Haley, I don't know if you guys saw this, but like Haley talked about how Jed went on the show to have obviously the platform, but because his like dad was helping him pay rent. But his par- parents are, like, on board with it. They're like, yeah, Jed can't work that much, and we feel like if he starts to marry you, he's not going to be able to support you. <laughs> he needs to work on his music. I thought that was the exact same right? thing. Do they know that he can't sing? I want to <laughs> shout out uh, Hope Lockwood's comment here. Everyone on Jed's family was like, wait, I thought you were going on American Idol. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Seriously, because what was the conversation? Because he apparently told Haley, I'm coming back for you. So what did he tell the fam? Hey, if I get back by this point, play it cool. Like, Guys, make no. sure Haley's having a good time while I'm away. They're the like still hanging out with her and stuff. I guarantee he told his parents, I'm like, this isn't going to be hometown, so I'm going there for my career. I'm leaving in episode five if she doesn't dump me. And then he comes home and they're like, that you're you love her? I know. <laughs> you love your music or yeah. you love her? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was mentioned in the comments, but we need to note the fact that the mom specifically was like, in relationships work best when everyone speaks their truth. Cheers yeah. to that. It's that crazy. Amazing. That Ooh. was better than any cheers Hannah's ever I mean, done in her life. What's going through Jed's mind this entire time? He seems Mom panic. <laughs> Shut I mean, up, panic, mom. right? What if this secret slips out somehow, right? I think Jed feels invincible. I I haven't really sensed. I I don't know. I ugh, I don't know. I wish I had a stronger opinion than just I don't know as a host of a commentary no, I, show. But it's hard to say because we we still don't have anything from Jed, or or do we? I mean, let's be real. Like if Luke has managed to stick around this long, like a few slip ups during the speech, the toast, like what's it gonna? He went right over Hannah's head. If that happened, oh well, that's because it was the most blatantly <laughs> obvious thing of this entire oh, yeah. season. But like the fact that she didn't think for a second or say in her interview, wasn't it kind of weird that the mom said like honesty is the best policy for a speech about our relationship? That's weird, right? And he's like, no, 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 no. Yeah, he's the, in denial. The only thing I could think of paralleling that is the fact that he was honest that he was on there for his music from the beginning. I'm sure they brought that up, right? I think that's the first thing they talk about. 
Uh, I'm giving them too much. So yeah. now, so now is the is the thought that he was so honest about the music to dissuade and to divert attention from Haley. I feel like maybe it is because she said that they crossed that hurdle immediately and then were able to like grow their relationship. And as we said, coming up in the chat over and over, Jed's sister, very beautiful. She's a cutie. Good looking family. She, she wins out of this made a, uh, relationship right there. Love by you says in honesty, I do think that uh, Hannah, that he has fallen for Hannah and did not expect right. it. So that might, I, could I do be. think Jed seems like yeah, just like he fell for Haley. Right, Good I thing know he's that's, a loyal guy. That's the issue. <laughs> did we like their song, Starcrossed? No. Walking. Yeah, wow. I got some lyrics from. Honestly, you. it's almost as good as Vacation. Oh, I prefer. Vacation. <laughs> vacation was at least remastered. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um. So Hannah can't pick. <laughs> the best, maybe the best. We moment, can though. Maybe the best moment of the season. There's one rose left in the table. Chris Harrison walks out. Hannah, the roses you requested, makes his way back out. He's oh got the God. best job ever. He best did it job like such ever. A drug dealer, like pulled behind <laughs> his back and was like, "Here you go." The roses you asked for. <laughs> the fact that, like, literally, Luke will not go home. They added a rose, like he would have <laughs> gone home, and he still. Here, she but, demanded another verse. She's like, I don't know what to do. Every week, Hannah, I don't know what to do. Like, Luke, I mean, like, I know he, like, body slams someone on the ground, and, like, I know he, like, lies to me, and he, like, manipulates, but, like, what do I do? Well, let's keep him around for another week until the end. I think it was more Jed. I think it was more Jed than oh, Luke. Oh, I don't think so. You don't think so? No. I think, oh, I think her confusion was, like, I don't really want Jed to go home. I think Luke was staying no matter what. Disagree. I think I think the family thing got to her a little bit, but I think it got to her in a way that she wants to like fight for their approval because she really is in love with him. She said it to him first two episodes ago. Yeah, I think she's really in deep, and it just rocked her world that it wasn't the welcoming reception that she would have hoped for. He's the only I love you so far too, right? Mm-hmm. We've had a freaking falling, we've had a falling, we've had a starting to envision falling, but we only have one love. <laughs> starting to envision thinking about wanting to ask you on a date. There's a hierarchy of types of love on this show, and freaking falling was Peter's, but we have an I love. I'm amazed that Peter made it, and got the first rose. We I thought from seeing were. the three dates, or sorry, the four dates, I thought for sure Peter was going to be the yeah, loser same. this episode. Because, well, only because I knew Luke was doing the thing um, not only, but mainly because I knew Luke was going to be in that fight that they've been teasing for the last eight weeks. Right. So I, I truly thought, okay, well, Peter's got to go home. When they called him first, I was like, oh my god, the show shocked well, me for yeah. once. I think the producers probably set that up that way, right? Where we know Jed and Luke are the front runners, so I think it was all pre-planned. No, I think their plan was to tease us about the Jed thing because his family was so disapproving. Well, you think Luke and Jed are the front runners? Yeah. I still think Tyler's a front runner. Yeah. Nothing bad has happened with their dates. And yeah. also, I look at the Luke thing now a little bit differently. I feel like with all the storm that's been weathered with Luke, if he still got a rose two episodes ago, then like this episode is a guaranteed rose. Only. Like nothing bad has happened since that other episode. He's all been on an upswing the whole time from then. Yeah, but still, she has great connections with all these guys, and I feel like with all the roller coasters, she—I mean, please tell me the girl sees some things wrong. 
I, still there? That's generous. I think we right. got to move on, guys. But I do think that um, Luke for Bachelor would I be think, the funniest oh season yet. I think Hannah uh, views conflict as intimacy. I think she views her rocky journey with Luke as an example of a real relationship. Um, which is why I think he stayed around so long. I mean, the level of conflict, it is, it kind of does go along with taking what would be, you know, a, at least a couple years probably of a relationship and smashing it down really, really small before a proposal. Right. So maybe. Well, either way, we got to move on to the news, guys. So let's get into our news quickly for tonight. After Buzz. All right, guys, you know the show is still airing, so Jed is not able to do any official interviews right now, but he did take to his Instagram to put out um, a sort of statement here. I'll read it for you guys on air. He basically said that uh, several of you have reached out with messages and questions. Please know that I'm not able to answer right now, but I will as soon as I'm able to. Until then, I ask that you please understand how much the actions being taken towards myself, my family, the men on the show, and above all, Hannah, are affecting all of our mental and physical health. He goes on to say that there have been threatening letters and phone calls being sent to their home, um, and he's just asking the public to remember that what seems like a harmless action is damaging to real people. And he's asking for our patience and kindness until he is able to speak his truth about what happened with Haley Stevens. So, okay. Um, I know when we talked about this off air, uh, you got the feeling, Renee, that the fact that he name dropped Hannah says that maybe that he is the one who gets picked in the end. Was it you said that? Yeah, what? I think that just because of the way that, honestly, the story is not dying. It keeps building up. He hasn't said a thing, and I feel like he was, if he was getting sent home in the next couple of weeks, he'd, he'd be allowed to say something. But because if he won, they'd have to paint that story a little differently. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's the vibe I'm getting. I could be wrong. I hope I hope I'm wrong. I he hope knew, it's someone else. He knew going on this show, I bet, that somehow this was going to come out. And he knew that everybody was going to be speculating on it. So to tell everybody to calm down until he's able to say something, no. It's not going to happen, right? So he should have said something potentially on the show if he wanted to defuse this all along with his uh, music career right up front. Nah, I don't... don't th- okay, like, as much as I hate Jed and I think he's actual trash, I don't think anyone deserves, like, threatening phone calls or, like... Oh, no, 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 no. That's not... No, no, Like, I think it's fine if we talk trash and call him crash, trash on the show and, like, go for it in the comments, but, like, don't go into someone's personal space like right. that. Right, no, I mean, not. arguably the same thing's probably happening to Luke. He also put out a statement <laughs> ahead of... <laughs> When his episode started to get really bad, kind of um, oh yeah, apologizing and asking for kindness ahead of everything that's going to happen. I wonder if his family is experiencing the same kind of harassment. Interesting. Well, we will Not find they out. Should. I'm yes. just saying, like, it's very interesting how Bachelor Nation, you know, reacts to things. Well, we will find out. Unfortunately, guys, with so much to cover tonight and the amount of time we have, we will not have time for our tweeting for the right reasons segment. But. All of us are going to retweet the tweets that we had. We do need to get out of there, guys. It's a busy network because we cover so much here. So we ask that you tune in next week, tune in to some of our other shows, and check out what else we're doing here, guys. In the meantime, we thank you so much for tuning into the After Buzz TV After Show for The Bachelorette. Again, tonight we covered Season 15, Episode 9. A lot of people watching live tonight. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. If you're a podcast listener, you're listening after the fact, you know, doing laundry in your car, uh, we do go live on the After Buzz TV reality YouTube channel at... 7 p.m. Pacific, so you can join in the live chat, the live conversation, and 
you can uh, you can see us do this on air as yes. it's happening, which is pretty exciting. In the meantime, guys, my name is Jeff Graham. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can find me on Twitter at Jeffrey C. Graham, where I, where I will retweet my tweet for tonight. So check it out there. And guys, I'm Christine Alexis. Thank you for joining us for our show tonight. And you can keep up with me all week on Twitter at Christine Bean and on Instagram at Christine I. Alexis. Guys, I'm Mike Feeling. You can find me everywhere at Mike Feeling. And if you like these relationship reality shows, as I know you do, come join me and hang out at the Married at First Sight panel this Wednesday at 9 p.m. PST. And you guys can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at Renee Ariel. And catch up with me on Shared News, because I'm reporting news Monday through Friday on YouTube. Yeah. Guys, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next week here on The Bachelor After Windmills Show. Windmills coming soon. Windmills. 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 Kevin Undergaro and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.